It's the radio guy, Mike Prince. Welcome to another episode of the Mike Prince Show, a Monday morning edition. Reminding you guys that you can follow me on Twitter at the Mike Prince Show, the YouTube channel, Open Mic Broadcast Network, our 24-hour dial-in message line, 713-570-6736. We have a very special show for you on today. We were fortunate to hear from Coach Eric Dooley on last night from the Prairie View A&M University Panthers talking about the recruits of the 2021 campaign. Today, we'll go on the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline and hear from Clarence McKinney from the Maroon and Gray Texas Southern Tigers. A big uproar with the Final Four in college football. We'll talk about that a little bit later throughout the course of the week. But we're now going to transition over to hear from Coach Clarence McKinney and the Texas Southern Tigers. Want to thank our sponsors for today's episode. Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union, Temple of Refuge Ministries, Helping Hands Lawn Service, Purple Drip, Daiquiri and Grill. Also want to thank Attorney Lee Van Richardson, Diva Skin Conditioner, and the Prairie View Athletic Club. We'll now hear from Coach Clarence McKinney of the Texas Southern Tigers. Welcome to the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline. We have on the line with us the head football coach of the Texas Southern Tigers, the maroon and gray, Coach Clarence McKinney. How you doing today, Coach? Doing great, Mike. How about yourself? Well, I dare not complain at all, man. I know Christmas has come early. You were able to land 16 new Tigers, and uh, I know you're excited to get back on the grind of things. Uh, bring us up to speed, man, on uh, how you end up pulling these guys and uh, the future for Texas Southern football. You know, I, I can't take all the credit. I have a tremendous staff, and, and those guys really got after it uh, in recruiting during this, this pandemic. You know, um, my staff did a great job of evaluating the guys. Uh, we identified the guys that we felt like could come in and help the program, and and luckily for us, we got those guys. Absolutely. Now, when people that are not, I'm going to say, in tune to Texas Southern football, and if they're looking at a glance, obviously it's what the record is. But I would say this team was much better than the record indicated, a lot of close games. And uh, some of the pieces that you were able to add to this addition got to have you pretty excited about the future of, of Tigers football. Oh, no doubt. You know, um, on last year we didn't win any games, but our guys played hard and, and we fought to the very end. And like you said, we played a lot of close games. And in and, and those close games, it's more about us beating ourselves or, or not having that, that playmaker make plays that we needed. So those are things that we're focused on right now, getting corrected, and, and hopefully we can get some playmakers within recruiting. Okay. Now, Coach, if you would, uh, bring those who are not familiar up to speed of your 2021 signing class. Yeah, our focus, uh, as you can see, when you look at the, the group of guys that we that we signed, we, we focus on our offensive line, signed four guys within the offensive line, as well as our defensive line. And we signed five defensive linemen. So uh, we feel like uh, games are won up front, and, and we want to go out and, and recruit guys that are from winning programs that understand what it takes to win and, and guys that can bring that mentality to us and, and, and get us on the right track. 
Okay, and when you talk about the trench game is what I like to refer to it as, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of coaches sometimes don't figure that out soon enough. It's like we put a lot of emphasis. We know, especially in the FCS ranks, not just HBCU sports, your quarterback is going to be the heartbeat. Really, the quarterback is the heartbeat on any level of play. But the focus on getting a skilled guy but no one to protect the guys up front, and then it's really hell in a handbasket at that point. Yeah, it's funny you say that because the philosophy we, we took into it is that you got to have uh, guys that can move the ball up front that can, you know, we feel like you win by running the ball and protecting the quarterback. And that was our goal, to go get guys that could come off the ball and, and help us in our run game. And, and at the same time, could protect our quarterback. And then on the flip side of that, in the D-line, you got to have guys that can stop the run and then get after the quarterback. So uh, those teams that are, are successful have really good O-line, really good D-line play, as well as quarterback play. And, and you know, we signed 16 guys, and we're still uh, uh, looking for some guys for the February signing period. So we might get a quarterback in that mix too. Trey Brooks is saying, we're not locked and loaded just yet. We're still adding few, uh, ammunition to the to the rifle, right? Uh, no doubt about it. We're not locked into it yet. We we got a couple scholarships available that we're going to be on the prowl looking for some guys to bring in. Okay, we're on the Brazos Valley School Credit Union Hotline with Coach Clarence McKinney of the Texas Southern Tigers talking about the new signees in the first wave, but there will be a second launch in February. Now, Coach, when we talk about how recruiting had to be adjusted for everyone across the board. Do you see this as the wave of the future uh, doing Zoom visits and when you really get locked in on a guy, actually call that guy in versus uh, guys getting free trips just to fly across country uh, for the sport of being lured or recruited? We, we took advantage of the Zoom because of the situation we were in. Uh, we love to be able to go out and watch guys in person and, and visit with them in their homes and, and see how they interact in their homes with their family and their friends. And as well as we'd love to bring those guys on the campus so they can experience what campus life is like at Texas Southern. There's nothing like that Tiger Walk, you know. So uh, we missed out on that. But uh, luckily with, with virtual videos and meetings and, and and access to those things, we could we could kind of show those guys what they life would be like as a Texas Southern Tiger uh, without actually bringing them to campus. Okay, and with that, I'm going to call it the corona wrinkle this year. Did you find yourself able to even have conversations with guys who otherwise you probably wouldn't normally have an opportunity to speak to, and were you able to take advantage of some of those? I believe so. You know, because we weren't the only ones restricted in recruiting. Everyone across the country was. And, and we feel like we did a really, really good job of evaluating the film of guys and making making the right decisions on the guys that we, we needed to bring in. Okay. And if you had to narrow it down to the position of most need, not want, but most need, what position would that be in going into this year's signee? In my opinion, is is like I said earlier. You know, it's it's the front. I think uh, probably our defensive line was in most need, uh, followed by our offensive line, and then um, we signed a group of receivers. We signed three guys 
at the receiver position that we feel like can come in and help us help us win right away. Okay. And uh, do you offer, like, walk-on opportunities, or would that be limited with the coronavirus situation? No, we offer walk-on opportunities. Um, we have a uh, walk-on trial in the spring as well as the fall. And then there are some guys who who are in high school that didn't get an offer that we're going to be out uh, recruiting, trying to get those guys to, to become preferred walk-ons as well. Right. I was just, man, you must be a mind reader or you're just an old pro at this, Coach, because I was going to ask you, uh, the difference between a preferred walk-on and an actual walk-on is that preferred walk-on has the actual invite to come and try to make the team, correct? You can say that, but, um, you know, a preferred walk-on is probably a recruited walk-on. Uh, a guy that you you really want in your program, you just don't have the money to get. Um, and the preferred walk-on also dates back to uh, when you were limited in bringing numbers uh, to fall camp. So uh, the NCAA put a restriction on, on how many you could bring to fall camp, so you, you bring a preferred walk-on before you bring a non-preferred walk-on. Okay, very good. Uh, we're on the line again with Coach Clarence McKinney, the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Coach, I'm appreciating you so much for your time. I know, and you don't have to answer this, Coach, but I just have to be a realist with this situation. Spring football scheduled for February. The way this thing is popping off right now, I'm going to be at ease and even more comfortable with waiting to the actual fall does it matter to you one way or the other i think um we've put in some covid protocols to, mm -hmm. to best protect our student athletes uh you can see you know throughout the country there have been games that have been canceled games that have been played uh i think um if we stick to the plan you know everyone does his part I think there's a chance we'll have a, a spring season. And I, I would really like for us to have a spring season because our kids have, have trained extremely hard uh, for a season, and, and I think they deserve an opportunity to play. Yes, sir. I, I was a proponent of this, and I'm going to run this by I've been running by the coaches that would hear me out. Um, because of the protocol and the guys have been working out, if we had a brief I would call it rival spring season, and here's what I'm saying by that. You have your annual inter-squad game, in your case, maroon and gray game. Mm -hmm. The next week, you play your rival. You play your rival in a home-and-home, and, home, and once you get done with that, shut it down, get ready for the fall. What does that sound yeah, like? That, that would be hard for me because when, when I – you know, when I'm competing, I want to play for something. And this spring, we'll have a chance to play for a SWAC championship. Okay. And when, you, when you're just playing for the rival, you may be playing for a trophy, but you, you're not playing for a championship. So our goal is to, is to play for a championship. Well, that sounds fair enough for me, Coach, and I respect that in which it was given. I want to have a little fun with you now, Coach. It's championship weekend, right? And I know you keep up with Would you go on record on picking who's going to win which <laughs> conference? Can we have a little fun with that one, Coach? Uh, I, I'll just 
I'm pulling for Notre Dame, but I think Clemson will, will win that. Okay. Because it's, it's hard to beat a team twice in, in one year. Yes, sir. Um, who else we got? I, I, I believe Ohio State's too talented for, for Northwestern. Okay. Uh, Big 12, got to roll with Oklahoma. It's, it's hard to, to root against them. Okay. In the Big 12. SEC, of course, you got to go with Alabama. There's no right. other team in the country. Absolutely. And, uh, who we missing? You're missing USC and now Oregon. It was USC and Washington, but now it's USC and Oregon. Yeah, USC seems to be, you know, it, it's one of those years for them where they, they just find a way to win in the end. So, uh, sure. I, I think uh, I'll go with USC with, with them winning maybe on the, on the last drive of the game. And as they would say, is that your final answer? <laughs> well, you know what? We almost got the same thing. I was torn between Oklahoma and Iowa State. Mm-hmm. And I, I think this is a magical year for Iowa State. I think they'll find a way to win. And not only would that shake the tree, but I'm also projecting if they find a way to win, they'll end up in that number four spot for the FBS playoffs. How, how do they, they jump Texas A&M? Because they are a, a conference winner. Texas A&M is not. Yeah, yeah I, I get that. But you got a conference winner with two losses versus Texas A&M who has one loss, and that loss is to the, to the number one team in the country. I don't make the choices, Coach. I just do a talk <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, they need to expand that playoff deal and make it, make it at least eight teams. Well, I think so. I think so. Or – you could even do this. You could expand it to, I want to say, what, 16 um, division winners in your Group 5 FBS, mm-hmm. match them up, and let the best man win. Yeah. That, that's, a, yeah. that's a quick fix. But, you know, that, that is what it is. But enough that I appreciate you uh, stepping out the zone just a little bit about that, but we do focus on the SWAC HBCU on this side of the track, and I think it's just as exciting as it is. And, Coach, I thank you again for joining in with us, and I want to give you some closing thoughts and comments right now. The floor is now yours. I just um, appreciate you and all the, that you've done for HBCU football. I uh, appreciate the Tiger alumni for the support, and I want want our Tiger Nation to, to understand that the Tigers are getting better, and we're improving each day, and we're, we're going to see a lot of change in the near future. Okay, a lot of change in the near future is always good, especially when the change is in the right direction. He is Coach Clarence McKinney of the Texas Southern Tigers, the maroon and gray from down the way. I am the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince. I want to remind you guys that you can follow me on Twitter at The Mike Prince Show. Subscribe to the YouTube channel at the Open Mic Broadcast Network and our 24-hour dial-in message line, 713-570-6736. And until the next time, you guys be blessed, and we'll see you on the other side.